Listen to this little. I don't know. He's like three, four years old. I'm putting the song in the intro, so it's gonna the song's gonna go right into your reaction. Will's just hearing that song for the first time. Um. So, I've heard a lot of lyrics throughout this episode, <laughs> and that little kid was better than Blueface. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say about that. What was that? Okay, so. <laughs> a little backstory. Uh, this little kid's name is Titus, and uh, the song is called Ice Cream. I went into like an ice cream rabbit hole on Spotify where I was just randomly thinking. Uh, well, actually, what happened was I was at the gym, and Ice Cream by uh, Ghostface. And, the ice cream man uh, is coming. Uh, that's on Only Built for Cuban Links. Um, uh, uh, Raekwon's song, not Ghostface's song. Um, it's Raekwon. It's Raekwon's song because it's on Only Built for Cuban Links, right? Right, yeah. And Method Man's on the song. Um, Ice Cream, I think, is one of my favorite rap songs of all time. But so, anyways, I went on this long rabbit hole of songs that had, that had the title Ice Cream in it. And I actually made a playlist on Spotify. It's called Lactose Intolerance. You can look it up. It's all these ice cream songs that I found. But Lactose Intolerance. One of them hilarious. one of them was this kid who's like, I don't know, five? Rapping about ice cream. Hey. Um Yeah, he he could ride whoever his parents are, that's low key, that's low key slavery. <laughs> Loki, <laughs> you pimping him out. Straight but, up, straight up. If you look at his Instagram, he, that, that kid, that's exactly what's that happening. That kid don't know nothing about that. But that's cool anyway. It's like, uh, he was better than Blueface. It's a cute song. I like it yeah, a lot. He, here's the issue. It's a new, that's the new Justin Bieber coming at you. Okay, here, here's the issue. Um, so I played Will the song. I didn't play him the video because I thought the video was going to make him think differently about Titus. Um... So Titus is part of a crew called uh, Big Ten. It's Logan Paul's crew. Who the hell Logan is? Paul was the guy who, um, who the Logan Paul? he's the one who went to the suicide forest and filmed him, himself next to the dead body. I don't know what you're talking about. You remember? And he was, he like films crazy videos and he's known for like basically showing that he's got these giant, these cars and mansions and doing like horrible pranks on people. He's like... A twenty-seven-year-old dude who like makes racist videos and go. He got the big house. Yes, yes, exactly. I think I know you're talking about. Yes, yes. He makes like rap videos. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So this little boy plays him in videos. It's like this is Big Logan and this is Little Logan, and they prank people, and he's like part of his crew. Oh fuck! I know. Doesn't it ruin that for it you? Ruins the, the whole, whole thing. thing. And if you look at his Instagram, I'm sorry, Blueface. Sorry. I still like Titus better than Blueface. But if you look at his Instagram, like get his fits and bars, Blue. It's like his parents. It's like his parents are like, look at Titus's reaction when we filled his bathtub full of gummy bears. It's like he. They're totally pimping out this kid. Pimp him out. Yeah. Get the bread. Get the cheddar. 
Anyways, that was Titus. We're going to get kind of music heavy in this episode. Music heavy. Oh, yeah. This is Conscious Hypocrite. Yeah. Conscious Hypocrite. I'm Will. I'm Carly. It's episode 10. Oh, dang. Air horn, air horn. 10. I didn't even think I have an episode. That's what's up. You didn't even think you, you we get Love. to 10? Is that what you're saying? Look, just trying to make my ideas come in fruition. Yes. Bring them out there. Um. So, yeah, we talked a lot about music in this episode. You 10 deep? Yeah, it's number 10. It's cool. Yeah. Some airtime. Yeah. Um. If, you I, get, if you've been listening since day one, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And people have been leaving reviews thanks to uh, Mama Shan for leaving us a review. Yeah. Um, you can do that, though, on Apple. You can give us a review. That would be nice. Yeah. Shoot them out there. Um, what else? What did we talk about? Um, what else did we talk about? What else did we talk about? Uh, things from the past that... The way, you know, how we thought about, viewed things when right. we were younger. Yes. And how we evolved and changed. Problematic things from our past. Yeah. Yes. What else did we talk about? Well, we're going to talk about Euphoria. It hasn't aired yet, but um, we're recording on Sunday. So the new episode um, is coming out tonight. So we'll be recording um, later on this evening and talking about the last couple episodes. Yeah. Um, I know we didn't talk about sports, but shout out to a legend, Pacquiao. Uh, I guess he won this fight against Keith Thurman, but speaking of conscious hypocrite and people we, who are we homophobic, homophobic, I was gonna get to it, but you don't let me get to it. <laughs> Sorry, you don't let me. Okay. That's your problem. See, you see what you do. That's my problem. That that's is my what problem. she does. My problem is, yeah. I, I was trying. To, I was. I was trying to. I was lobbing it up, and I was gonna spike it, but Carly didn't want to steal my spike. It's all good though. It's all okay. Good, continue though. what you were gonna say. Yeah, but Pacquiao don't get down with uh Little stuff we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get into some more music stuff. Uh, the 2019 XXL freshman class. We might have mentioned them at Did some we? point Did earlier earlier in, in uh, one of these episodes. But I'm going to list off these people who are in the 2019 freshman class. So we got Tier Whack. We got Gunna. Blueface, Rico Nasty, Roddy Rich, Little Mosey, oh. YK Osiris, Megan the Stallion, Comethazine, YBN Co- Corday, Co-methazine. and the Baby. The only one I've heard about is the Baby, and you told me about Rico Nasty. You know Megan. And Megan the Stallion. And Tierra Whack, you sh- you, there's a song that I've pl- played for you that you like. It's that it's and... like, she does those songs that are one minute long. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And she was just featured on uh, the Beyonce album. She's... Beyonce made like a whole soundtrack album for The Lion King, and she's Tierra Wax on there. Um, yeah, I don't know who half these people are. I don't know. Uh, blue, blue face. I don't want. I don't think I want to know him. But you know Blueface. That's messed up to say. I don't want to know him. But you know who that is. Who is that? Tatiana. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. This uh, who's this? This kid right here. YBN Cord Corday. I've heard some freestyles from him. So that's kind of what I wanted to get into. Is the, the baby? I've seen some of his videos. They're pretty funny. Right. So the freshman class has been out for at least a few months, but they just came out with the cipher, the freshman cipher. Oh, cipher. So how do you, 
how would you describe a cipher? Um, how would I describe a cipher? Yeah. Well, first, you have your DJ. Okay. Or you, you know, yeah, to do this, producing the beats, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, then you have three or four people. It's you like know, a group. A group of uh-huh. people. Um, maybe in a circle. Uh-huh. Or just, you know, in a crowd, and they're spitting their, their lyrics going back and forth. I think there is some confusion as to whether a cipher is, like, off the top of your head or not. Well, nowadays... Everyone always... I even mean, when they act like they're freestyling back, or not. Yeah, back in, back in the day, so when I used to watch freestyles, our ciphers... Uh, you know, a lot of it was off the top of the head, but sometimes the dude would come with what you thought was off the top of the dome, but it was a song later on. So it was something that was written down. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently there are actually two types of freestyles. There's old school freestyle that's basically rhymes that you've written that may not have to do with any particular subject. Right. Just kind of like goes all over the place. And so that's like one way of freestyle. But then there's also freestyle words coming off. Just actually you're making it up as you're yeah. going along. So when you see these rappers on like uh like like radio shows and the DJs are asking them to freestyle, they should be doing it off the top of their head. But in ciphers you can pretty much assume everybody's written stuff ahead of time, especially something as big as, like, the XXL. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to play you some of the... You don't want to be... The freestyle stuff. You don't want to be on stuff. TV looking on trash. Right. You know. So they put the... They put them... Uh, the These... The rappers in groups. And so the first group is Blueface, YBN Corday, and Rico Nasty. But I'm going to play... Um, Rico's part and Blueface's part and get Will's reaction because Rico Nasty and Blueface are like complete opposites and I think that the fact that they were in a cypher together is hilarious and also really insulting to Rico Nasty <laughs> okay so I'll, I'll play you a clip so you'll be able to hear it in the background a little bit let me go to so Rico's the first one I've never I've never seen this before. I couldn't tell if she was actually freestyling or not, or like a mix of both. Um, it was cool. She didn't stumble. She was like trying. To, <laughs> she was like uh, trying to oh, man. spit. Yeah, you know what I mean. She was cool. She was trying to she, say stuff. She was delivering some some lines. She was cool. Okay, it wasn't bad. You know. The reason why I'm playing this is because it seems like especially... She has some bars. Especially now, 
you have to be so 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 as a as a as a woman rapper as a female rapper you have to be have such to, a better performer to, to even get in these space okay because now i'm gonna play you don't have to even probably say that because i already know some of these dudes is trash right okay so here's Blueface. <laughs> his shorter Ooh. he rapping like this gonna rap like All this I know, he said sometimes he, i'm on beat he needed kim possible for his rufus something like that i was i was uh if you're familiar with the cartoon kim possible what else did he say uh, rufus was this character that was a naked mole rat so he's basically saying he needs a chick to take care of his dick he's comparing his dick to a naked mole rat basically what else did he say but you get what I mean? Like, he's rapping real slow. Then he mentions something fancy. Rapping off beat. Da, 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 da. Blue face. Blue face. I know. That's what... I mean, I'm not surprised that that's, that's him. Yeah, that... I could probably do that. That was cool. Blueface is also quoted as saying he doesn't <laughs> care about music. He just wants the money. He doesn't care about anything to do with Ooh. artistry or any of that stuff. Oh, word. He out for the loot. Right. Go get it. That's not what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say how, say how you really feel. <laughs> Don't say that. Woo. Uh, how really Do you know what I mean about the two of them being together in the cypher, The, the female was way doper. That's all I could tell you. And it's They're just, not even in the same class. Right. That's all I could tell you. Right. Given how I feel about it. Right. Okay, next up, another example of what I'm talking about. I don't even know who to play from this because I think the baby was good, but um, I just want to again compare male rapper to female rapper in this situation because it's just so uh, opposite. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, so let me find. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Okay, here's y'all gotta get in your shit, a, man. <laughs> here's little little Mosey. Oh man, why are you getting little Mosey? <laughs> and and I actually heard about I actually heard about him uh, two years ago at this high school that I was working at. I never heard of this kid. Oh man, what's up with this dude's outfit? So this is what uh, this is what the kids are listening to. This is what the kids are listening to. Uh, what is he? He's wearing like a white fur coat of some yeah. kind. Okay, so there's a little mosey. That's a like Q-tip. Little mosey. Okay. 
up on your bitch, my dick, HVD. Why he talking out his lip, he know, ain't shit sweet. Ay, ay, yo, block, I'm gon' see. Ay, ay, bust down our regular face. What? Ay, ay. Just a like the baby. What? Ay, swerving around with cake. What? Dropped out, no, I did graduate. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that just put, that put me to sleep. And right. he, uh, worse than Blueface. At least Blueface had that funny line about Kim Possible. Oh, I don't even know, but I don't. I can't tell. Nah, I can't. I can't agree with that. That he was worse than Blueface. <laughs> I can't agree with that. I'll go. I'll go. With, <laughs> I'll go with the Mo's over Blueface. Yeah. Okay. Man. Okay. So, down. so the this di- a lame ass beat. <laughs> The disrespect continues because this rolls right into Megan the Stallion. Oh shit. <laughs> Way more energy though. And that was like rap. That was she was nah, she was spitting bars. That's what I'm saying. She, she wasn't was wasting that wasn't any that wasn't like time. I feel like the man nah, gonna rhyme the man again. Was, the man. This beat is wag. The <laughs> A and the man. But hey. I've been saying that for years. Saying what for years? Girls rap better than dudes for in the industry. Right. And that's well, the, the ones that make it through. I wanted to bring this up also. We didn't talk about this. Um, it's not. This is not new new news. Um, but Jermaine Dupri, like a few weeks ago, said that all female rapper. He said that all the rap that's popping right now is like stripper rap. They just girls rapping about their pussy and stripping and stuff. And it's like guys are rapping about their dick and and the same shit too like every like a lot of the popular stuff it's like there's this there's the same themes that people rap about and that's what's popular you know what i mean yeah i just think the girls are better at it okay and also that as someone who whose job it is to find new talent jermaine dupree clearly isn't looking hard enough what because his job is to find his job is to like find the people who aren't and make them poppy. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? He has a show finding kids. He, he's not doing it not doing the not doing good enough. But that's what I'm saying is why is he making so if you don't know what Will's Will's saying things, if you don't know what he's talking about, Jermaine Dupree, can you explain the show? Because people aren't gonna know what you're talking about. The show that he has. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the Rap Game. The Rap Game, yeah. He has a show called The Rap Game. And he has little kids on the show, and they're, like, battling for a contract. Right. And they have to do, like, uh, different, like, rap. They get a rap battle, and then they have to, like, make their own song. Yeah. And then they have to make a video. So it's, like, several weeks, and they do all these challenges, and then... Throughout the contest, one kid gets a contract from So So Death. Yeah, and it's like these are like, yeah, anywhere from like ten to 
16 year olds cool. but that's what but so that's what i'm saying jermaine dupree is clearly interacting with girl rat like he yeah, so, so why say but so why say that what's why what why in did he main, need to say in that in the mainstream that's what's that's what's selling though look at Nicki minaj uh, but who, but it's but it's 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 the it's it's a vicious that's, cycle that's that's what because that's, that that's what that's the, his opinion though yeah it's his opinion but that's it's a vicious cycle that's, because that's if that's what all these mainstream executives are telling you you need to rap about to make you famous, then you're going to start rapping about it. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. It's only these indie artists who are rapping out about other stuff, and then until someone bigger gives them a platform. Give them a platform. You but know? That's, that's Jermaine's angle, you know? That's not... I don't think that's everybody else's. No, it's not. And honestly, who who can who can name any anybody that Jermaine Dupree has made pop in, in the, from the last 15 years? Nobody. What are you talking about? In the last 15 years. Who's been popping that Jermaine Dupri's put on? So he's not really... I think he was trying to get publicity out of this video. I don't think he really... I'm pretty sure. What are you talking about? Okay, let me see if we can get... Um... What if, what, if, what about... Uh, what, what's your girl? Dietronada, dude. Shout out to Dietronada. <laughs> Dietronada got bars. Yes. She she was uh, one of the girls on hey, the... Hey, play Dietronada. She better than Blueface. Baltimore officially in the building. Y'all know what we do here, man. Home of the heavy spitters. Connecticut's number one rap hip hop platform. So we took a. I've been hearing a lot about. She wanted to. She Sorry, I didn't watch this video before. Curse in nurse, city line, nigga, don't get hurt. I don't do favors no more. No verse for a verse on me. This a gift and a curse. Said they do anything for clout. I'm just trying to make it out. Dudes be rats, they sure to be rats. I won't be surprised if they head in my mouth. Girls be hard, but only round niggas. I aim it at you and your spouse. So don't you compare me to them. I really pull up to your house. Been trying to be civil since hustle died. Been trying to chill on the homicide. Then using my color for airtime so the revolution will be televised. And I'm seeing my people don't socialize till it's beneficial for some social likes. Or the social shine is a deafened person in reality. Living social lives. I always been inside. Never was the one to live a social life. You was up partying and drinking and all that. I was laying down my vocal lines. You was uploading your pictures to IG. My computer had to override. You was happy. You ain't had the work. I was clocking in for overtime. Huh. I make it rain because I'm shadowed with doubt. I've been in pain. I can find a way out. I ain't the same because I'm way different now. I cut my pains and I watch me bleed out. Niggas crazy and mad that you hate me because I hate yeah. keeping it real. Okay, so that's D Trinata. And that's you should follow her on Instagram because she posts videos all the time. Um, D E E T R A N A D A. So that's D Trinata. So she was one of the contestants on Jermaine Dupree's uh, show. Yeah. So she's like, I think 16, 17, maybe a little bit older than that. She didn't win. She didn't win, though. Um, but like, instead of Jermaine Dupree making stupid comments like that, couldn't he be like up, uplifting, uplifting these girl, these yeah. girls that he's actually had interactions with? Okay, so uh, Dijonada was just rapping over that clout beat, uh, which is Cardi B. So here's Cardi B's reaction to Jermaine Dupree. I think I rem- sort of remember this video. Um, her reaction to what he said. If I can get this page to, okay, here we go. Let's see, it's like an Instagram video. Okay, guys, so I have seen a lot of people, right, that nowadays female rappers only talk about their pussy and shit, and now that Jermaine Dupree bring it up, now I'm going to say something about it, right? First of all, I rap about my pussy because she's my best friend, you know what I'm saying? And second of all, it's because it seems like that's what people want to hear. I ain't even going to front because let me tell you something. When I did be careful 
People was talking mad shit in the beginning. Like, what the fuck is this? This is not what I expected. I expected this. I expected that. So it's like, if that's what people ain't trying to hear, then, all right, then I'm going to start rapping about my pussy again. And second of all, there's a lot of female rappers that be rapping their ass off and don't be talking about their pussy and don't be talking about, you know, getting down and dirty. And y'all don't be supporting them. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't be supporting them and they be mad dope. These bloggers don't support them. They don't give them the recognition. So don't blame that shit on us when y'all not the one that's supporting them. There we go. I think that's a, that's a, a great way to sum up the situation. Thank you, Cardi. Yeah, thank you, Cardi. Uh, well, what are we talking about next? Um, well, we just listened to Chance's album. Oh yeah, for what, the first time. What was it called? I, what was the album called again? Uh, the Big Day. The Big Day. Mm-hmm. Um. So for the first go round, I listened to the Big Day. Uh Chances uh evolved a lot. Has he though? As an artist, I, I it's different music. It's, yeah, it's not you know. It's it's like to a whole different uh. It's not acid rap. I'll tell you that. Right. Um, but it's cool. Um, he's trying to market himself and brand himself differently. So he talks a lot about like. Uh, his, his celibacy and not sitting no more and uh, yeah. not Get doing it. the stuff he used to do. And that's, you know, if that's his direction in his life and that's what he's going through and then you're talking about it True. through his music, that's it's positive. I mean, it seems like he was a... Uh, his, his, his marketing crowd is like... like youth... youth... Uh, ministers... ministers <laughs> Um, you know, going on their path. Yeah, so who is Chance's audience? Like, who do you think is really digging this album? Like, digging it, digging it? Yeah. They gotta be, like, early, like, teens, like, 16 to 19, and, like, like, 16 to, like, 23. White kids in the suburbs. <laughs> That he got that some, that he got group. some black, he got some black kids in there. But I, I guess, and he's trying to like change the message at least, you know, and not talking about like violence and all that misogyny right. and all that other crazy, true shit that's out there in the music. True. And he has a platform to do it, so why not? Why not? I don't, you know, if he's not concerned about making money and you know, he's just trying to make music. And that's what he wants to talk about. I, fuck it. I guess what I'm saying is like I couldn't imagine any kid in in the area that I work <laughs> li- listening to Chance the Rapper. What, Unless they were like really, really big hip hop heads that just listened to everything, they'd be listening to like Lil Mosey <laughs> and Blueface. Oh, where, where we live now? No, where I work at. Oh, where you work at? Yeah. Okay. Here, here I think I think there's. That's the thing. I I think like these kind of like hype beast sort of kids might listen to this album or people who have been fans of Chance for the last three albums, which are usually people that are like our age, like people who've been following him since acid rap or since, you know, the mixtape days who are just listening to this album because they're listened to all his other albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, 
I I guess I I appreciate it just for the fact that you know I think he's just trying to do something else with his his money you know right. he's, he's 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 trying to help his community and he there's a whole another thing going on where he's where he's from so he doesn't want to push that message right you know, totally I, I understand that totally and, and his so. songs were reflecting that but um i still didn't really like them <laughs> yeah and maybe maybe the maybe the album is not for you to uh right to enjoy you know to enjoy like that it's more of a message he's trying to, he's trying to yeah the, the songs that i thought were the best were the ones that had features on them like his song with Nicki minaj his song with his brother uh taylor or tyler bennett and then his song with megan i really liked um but th- those were the more like boppy songs those weren't really the like message youth pastor songs me saying all that about the album i mean i'm probably i don't know if i'll listen to it again right <laughs> um, but uh it you know i see the i see what he's trying to do and uh, you go ahead and do it, bro. You know. Okay, here's something I'll throw at you. You tell me what you think. So I noticed, like, with rappers that I've followed for a long time, at a certain point they like become dads, get married, yeah. and so their music changes, right? And so sometimes, like, with I used to be a really big Atmosphere I, uh, fan. I still am a big Atmosphere fan, but like, I don't like any of the new albums, and that's just because I liked Atmosphere when Slug was rapping about how <laughs> he was getting drunk and it was you know in depression and like talking about like how he i don't know i liked that stuff and now he's just talking about being a dad and it's not that interesting to me right um chance i feel like is moving into that that direction of like dad youth minister rap and i think he's still gonna put out good songs because he's a good he has a good eye good music but jay-z seems to have really taken the formula like the he's he's been done a really good job of transforming his what he's talking about and still making music that right. i listen to okay yeah i'm trying to think of like other rappers who've done, been able to do that besides jay-z before we get into that chance got a funny line talking about a ball chinian that shit was so random ball chinian a ball chinian is a character on man in black where it's, it's how we can explain it, how I'm saying it. Bald chinian, you got chin with balls. It's a bald chinian. Uh, going back to what thank you, you thank you for that. Going back to what you're talking about, uh, rappers that have, yeah. So pops are dads that have evolved. Rap dads. Rap dads <laughs> evolved. Rap dads. Uh, Jay Z is a good rap dad, even though he had a. He's human. Well, that's part. I mean, his music is that yeah. what he's talking about is different. So, uh, but he's I mean, been able to make music I want to listen. Make to. music you yeah. want to listen to, like uh, there. He's done a good job at it. You know, about, I, I believe everything he's saying when he's talking about it. Like, what about Snoop Dogg? I haven't followed any of his new stuff. Snoop. Really. So Snoop Dogg, or uh, Snoop Lion, or whatever. He's uh, he's a he's like a. I don't know if you ever get Snoop being the dad on the the mic, right? Um, I know. I think he came out with like a gospel album I think or something. So too. And maybe you'll hear more of his personal side there, but it's not what sells. Uh-huh. Um, Snoop has to be Snoop for it to sell, right? For 
a person like Jay-Z, um, you know who Sean Carter is. Like, he could tell you who that person is, and that's him. Snoop, you just say Snoop Dogg, you know? Yeah. There's a difference. Like, you are you saying, like, it seems like Snoop Dogg really has this other persona that he keeps separate, he keeps, and then Jay-Z kind of integrates all of his keeps, personas? He keeps, Snoop keeps some of it separate. Yeah. What is Snoop Dogg's real name? Uh, Cordoja or something. <laughs> I Cord, uh, I, forget, I forget. I forget his name, too. Shout, um, shout out to the homie uh, uh 40, 40 Bronson, dude. 40, I just showed this dude named 40 Bronson. He told me it was Snoop's real name. I forget his name, though. <laughs> See these routines? Okay. This when I was young. What other, like, older rap guys are still making music, <laughs> though? I'm trying to think. What older, what older rap guys are still making music? Yeah. 50 Cent's not really making music. Nah, and 50, still 50 doing ain't making... I mean... He doesn't even claim one of his sons, so. Is Dr. Dre still making music? He's like producing stuff. I don't think he's like making stuff though. I mean, there's a lot of rap dads making music. Well, stuff. yes, but I, I guess mm. what I guess what I mean is like there's a lot of uh, rappers who are dads. What do you but mean? what I mean, I th- what I mean is like the older, older, the like older Met, guys. Method Man, Red Man. Uh, Their music's still the same, pretty much. Making like, but there's a lot of like. Oh, you mean the old rap dads? Cause a lot of these fools are dads. Yeah. Uh, old rap dads. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I can't think. Of I any. can't. T- I can't tell you, but. I mean. I appreciate some of them for. Displaying their true life, you know, because yeah. that, that's hard, and then that's when you become. That's when you're an artist. Right. Right. You're not just this. It's not rap karaoke. Right. And I think um, maybe that's why people are being more critical of Chance right now is because he is kind of still young. So we're expecting. Um, I was just expecting more lively music from him on this album, basically. And it wasn't really. It was more mellow, kind of. Yeah, it was mellows, you know. You could play it at the youth ministry, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, exactly, yeah. And, that, <laughs> and that's cool, too, you know? You got to get that church money. They're getting billions of dollars. So maybe listen to uh, Chance's new album once and then just go back to 444, give that a few more listens, because that was a great album. <laughs> yeah, or go to listen to Crash Talk. Oh, know? yeah, School Play Q. Grab that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, listen to listen to Schoolboy Q's new uh, album if you haven't already. That's a great Crash Talk. That's a good album. Uh, <laughs> is that it for music stuff? Probably. If you want, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, back to our conscious hypocrite segment. We haven't done one of these in a few episodes, I don't think. Uh, we watched Aziz Ansari's new stand-up special on Netflix last night. Remember that? Yeah. It was really funny. funny. Um, but he brought up something that has been coming up a lot in media, which is like sort of uh, being aware of your problematic behavior that you might have had in the past and learning from it, especially like kind of what was okay in 2019 versus what was okay in 2007 are like completely different things and how the culture has changed and how certain things have always been like racist like, but it's just 
our awareness of it has changed yeah, over 50, time. 50 years from now, you guys listen back from the, to this. I'm going to be problematic on this, too. And one of his examples was, I guess, I guess in The Hangover, um, the first Hangover, which I don't know when that came out. I think it probably came out early, yeah, early, forget, to, early 2010, 20, 2008, something like yeah. that. He talks about how Bradley Cooper's character, um, he's in like a hospital and he grabs the phone and he says, paging Dr. F, he says the F word and not the fuck word, the other F word. Um, and there's a lot of like shows and movies I watched back that were not that old that you look back on and you're like, wow, that was really racist or that was really homophobic. And it, this is stuff from like our childhood or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty of stuff that I think everyone has in their past that is like that, where you look, you reflect, reflect on it. And it's okay that it's in your past. It's just being aware that you're a different person now. Yep. Especially when you're like a kid or like a teenager, and when we when we were teenagers, and some of just the the kid mostly when I was most when I was super young. Yeah, I had some things that not too proud of, or how I thought about the world. Right around me, and I think you should. I mean, a lot of these uh, sometimes these these people online on Twitter and stuff will get caught up for these old tweets that they, that they tweeted out. And I think there's a difference between you being a 50 year old man who tweeted something two years ago and you being, uh, 18 years old and tweeting something when you were 50, you know what I mean? I think you need to take into consideration how old these people were when it happened, if they've changed that sort of thing. Right. Um, so I don't think I've ever told you this story. Okay. But when I was in high school, I went to a pimps and hoes party. Oh, all right. Which was essentially like a bunch of white people mm-hmm. wearing gold chains all right. and sunglasses <laughs> and dressing like how they perceived pimps and hoes to be. Word. Which was mostly like white kids pretend like trying to dress like they were black basically because that's what they associated pimps with okay i've seen white pimps before though right that's not the point that, that's you don't need to <laughs> that's you, what I go, you don't that you don't need to mention that that's not relevant i get that <laughs> oh all right so it was a bunch of it was a bunch of how were the girls dressed were y'all dressed like uh prostitutes well i was wearing a jean skirt and like a regular top who, and i had to sneak i left the house in different pants i was who, wearing pants when i left the house and then i changed into this skirt that i had and who was your pimp there it was just all the girls were all the girls were supposed to dress slutty and all the boys were supposed to wear chains and stuff basically oh whoever whoever's idea was that that dude was a brilliant dude he had all the girls dressed slutty and all the dudes just have to wear chains and look pimpish but like ah, ah. there's a picture of me from this party it's and like looking looking back on it it's like it's just kind of cringy cuz it's like all these white boys are wearing like gold chains and sunglasses and like bandanas and like sagging their pants like it wasn't even like pimp like that it was like it was kind of like <laughs> let's dress like let's dress like rapper like black rappers you know oh, what i mean oh man oh man they want to be like us but they don't want to be us that was that's dope. 
That, I didn't know you did that. That's that's. I'll show you the picture. I think it might be still online. Maybe it's not. It might have been oh, taken down. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. But that You're was like with my friends who. How old were you when you did this? It was in high school. Ooh. But this was like rich. You know those. You know you've been to the rich area, from where I grew up. Oh. It that, was like one of those houses. One of those houses. Party. Yeah. It was like one of those houses now, in that area. She wants me to explain things. So she says this rich area. She's just throwing out this rich yes. area. Nah. We drove up to this this area in Riverside. We drive all the way up in these hills. I guess we'll just say Riverside. I don't know where the hell we're going. It's nighttime. All I could tell you is we make a we make a, a, a left turn. We pull into this cul-de-sac. But in this cul-de-sac, I'm looking at this neighborhood, and all I see is mansions. Mansion after mansion after mansion. I'm like, damn. And it's nighttime, and I can tell these houses are huge. And we walk into this house, and it's her friend's house. And this was the trip about the whole thing. Her friend wasn't even there. And we walked right into the house. No alarm, no nothing. And I was like, this is how rich people live. Yeah. But anyway. Straight up. And this, and when I say, like, when we say mansion, I don't mean, like, McMansion, where you see, like, those, like, two-story, three-story houses that kind of look nah, the same man. to their neighbors. Like, these are, like, a whole different. This is, like, Scarface house. Yeah, man. Kardashian house type. I ain't even going all the rooms. I, I couldn't tell you how many rooms there were. Well, that's the thing about it. My friend's house was not was very modest compared to what some of these other yeah houses some of the other houses like. they was she they were shitting on that house and that house was huge and, yeah and the other houses were well yeah. that's another thing versus like people who are new to the neighborhood who are building these giant houses and and you know my friend's big house had been there for you know i don't know how many years it was their one of the first houses up there probably yeah um so so i guess here's so like Imagine, like, nobody was wearing blackface or anything like that, but, like, let's say yeah, I was, like... I can see it. I was, like, running for, like, I don't know, some board of education or doing something, and there was all these photos of me with, like, all these white kids that were, like, I could trying to dress it. like that. That would be not a good look, right? Yeah, not a good look at all. And now that I'm older, I can look back on that and go, like, that was a stupid idea to have a party like that, you know? Yeah. Here's another story. Oh, my God, I just thought of this, that I... Oh, my God. <laughs> Another story I haven't told you, I don't oh, think. Oh, man. Um, so, when I was in... Oh, Exclusive. God, this is so stupid and so freaking hilarious at the same time. Um, when I was in high school, my friends and I had a club called the Film a film Club. And it was basically our excuse to just watch movies, you know? Right. Um, and it was just literally just a club of my friends and I. That was pretty much it. And... Uh, we had a, f- we would like have fundraisers and do different things, and we thought it would be hilarious to have, um, like a date fundraiser where we would auction off dates for people. Okay. Um, not really realizing <laughs> that this was kind of like an it was like an auction, a people auction. You're on the, sl- the, the, the <laughs> sex trade. The sex- it was like a people. It was like I mean, we and we auctioned off. Uh, we auctioned off people for dates, basically. It's pimping. Or slavery. Or uh, slave. <laughs> you know? But, so, here's the ill part. Uh, yeah, escorts? I, th- I, I know, I'm, I'm so miserable. Hold, I, I'm so, maybe, hold on. Were, yeah. you, were you doing the selling? 
Are you being sold? I was not. I was not a date you could auction. I think we only auctioned <laughs> off men. Wow. I think it was only men. I don't think we did. I don't think it was girls. I think we only did men, if I remember correctly. But here's the deal. I had two friends who were, you've met one of them, and I've told you about the other one, two male friends who were the president and the vice president of the film club, right? One of them was a straight A student with like taking AP classes and honors classes. One of them was like an okay student, you know, kind of got in trouble every, every so often. So when this happened, um, they suspended my friend who was the not the not as good student, and mm. then the other student who was the A student got away with everything. Huh. So even though the the straight A student was the president, because it they it was like this kid is already doing so well in school, going to this school, getting Damn. on, you know, we're not gonna Home put any, got off. We're not gonna put anything on him, but that then the privilege. Right. <laughs> it's so ill to think about that. We'll set you free. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. Damn. Have I told you that story before? Nah. Yeah. I mean, I got a fucked up one. I don't know. Carly doesn't want me to say. No, you can say it. You can say it. I think it, it'd be cool for you to talk about. Um. I was in elementary. Oh, this was elementary school. Yeah, I oh, was, this does. Yeah, I yeah. was. No, nah, I was. I was young. Um, I remember still. I was so young. I remember still bringing in deter- like action figures to school and shit. Um, probably I was in the f- fourth fourth grade, and I remember there was this kid. In school, we're all fucking assholes in, in, in school. We're mean. School's a fucking gauntlet. Well, this is public school in L.A. in uh, the 90s. Yeah. Just for context. Uh, so, there was this kid that... He, like, came to our school in the middle of the year. I think his name was Johnny or something. And uh, I couldn't really f- figure out why. Well, I figured out why that you know I disliked him when I got older. But when I was younger, I just didn't like him because he was different. Um, different in the way that I guess you know you know I guess he was like feminine, you know. Um, and. You know, this, uh, in this society, this male, masculine society, you know, anything that was different, you just didn't like it, you know. Um, right, and, and, and you were not, I mean, society at that time and still kind of associates femininity with weakness. And same with, like, femininity in men as a weakness, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're seeing weakness and you're seeing difference. So I'm not I'm not proud of this at all. Um, yeah, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but uh, so I don't know whose plan it was, but it was like me and a couple other my my friends. We were going to plan to uh, like beat this dude up, but not like beat him up with our fists. We were gonna we we're gonna like. 
we're gonna really like do some harm to him. So I remember being, I remember uh, having like little Dodger bats. You remember, like, cause I remember going to Dodger games and I get these little bats, these little wooden bats, and I put it in my backpack. And a couple of the homies like they bought they brought little weapons too, and I remember you know putting them on my little. Ninja Turtle backpack, dude, coming to school, and we had a plan. We were going to, like, jump him in the back or whatever. Uh, but the next day, that dude didn't come to school. And then nothing happened. And nothing happened after that. Yeah. And what was crazy was I wasn't even, like, a bully. Yeah. Like it was like mom mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to get, in, I got in fights with the bully. Right. I didn't even like fighting. Well, that's the thing is, it's, it's like weird. It's like eat or be eaten, right? You see, you don't want to be perceived as the weak person. So when you see another weak, the someone who seems weaker to you because they're different or because they're acting feminine, that you rather be the one that's the aggressor than someone turning on you. I'm definitely not like that now. Well, you were in elementary school. Like, thinking back on it, like... Yeah, it's just crazy. This story would have been a little more wild if you had been in high school. Like, and I know when you're when you're in high school, you probably were making fun of people who... The dudes who were... Who were, who were, who were being more feminine or whatever, because that's... Uh, man, some of them were my friends by right. then, though. I mean... But the fact... The I was fa- cool with them, but I wouldn't, like, hang out with them. But I have friends that, were, you know, you could tell the direction they were going and that was fine i guess what i'm saying is the fact that you were in elementary school shows how sort of like homophobia is like deep-seated in in the culture you know what i mean because you were just a kid and you guys had this idea that let's that this this kid is different so we we're gonna do something to him because he's we don't like him for a reason that we can't even really really yeah i mean that's together Probably Especially in the black black male in community. In the black community, that 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 shit is pushed tough. Right. Especially you know early nineties. Right. So the fact that you you guys had that thought, but you didn't really know where it came from when you were that young. Like I think that's more of a of a critique on on just the culture of the time. You yeah. Because you wouldn't have done that when you were in high school. I apologize to my younger self and apologize to that kid if I ever said anything mean. Yeah. Disrespect, disrespectful to him. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Uh, I think anytime you're in your, in your, when you're young, shit like this happens. It still happens today. You see kids, kids, kids are so, um, what do you call it? Like fixated on like sex stuff and race stuff. Like you always hear kids going, that's racist. That's right. Like, I don't know. Kids fixate on, on racial stuff and sex stuff. And so there's always the, those immature jokes are always going to come up, but it's important to like talk to kids about like the difference between being a little shithead and, and making a joke. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like a kid, I don't know. I can't think of an example. But like, if you see some kid running around, running around, making fun of the way Chinese people talk, 
is different than a kid just making a stupid immature joke about you know boners or something you know those are different yeah, you got, things you got those type of kids we'll see i mean i, I was a kid that used to get picked on because i had a limp uh so you uh, can tell a quick story yeah, yeah go for it so uh I don't know. I got cerebral palsy in the the right side of my body, and so I, you know, I've had a people say that a doctor said that I'd never be able to walk, run, or do anything. But any damn way, to get into the story, I used to walk with a limp. So kids would pick a, pick on me when I was in school. You know, make fun was of it me. More obvious back then. I guess so. You have kind used, of a limp now. Yeah, I used to have a brace. Um, I used to wear a brace on my foot. You know, I remember going to physical therapy and walking in a straight line and all this other shit. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm not supposed to. I wasn't supposed to be here. You know, and I'm here. I guess when I was born, I was like two two pounds three ounces, some crazy shit. Premium, all these other, all these complications. Uh, they pump me full of drugs. That's probably why I take them now. Um, any damn way. So I had a limp, and it was a pronounced limp. And kids used to make fun of me and call me retarded and all this shit. And sometimes, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't respond to people saying that or whatever but then you know sometimes it can't take it and then i end up getting in a fight with these kids because they're just fucking with me and i had to stick up for myself and then i've seen other kids that i went to school with with similar problems like me and i would like you know we'd instantly be friends even when i got rid of my brace and you know I, I didn't have to wear a brace on my leg or whatever, and I would see these kids with these big bars on their, you know, way more severe than than the shit that I had to go through. And when people were picked on them, you know, I would I would be there to de- defend them, so they they didn't have to go through that shit. So I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just I speaking. I don't know. That was a good story, though. Oh, yeah. Just I guess speaking on on differences and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess to close this out, uh, if you see, if, if, if you see somebody that's saying something problematic, have a conversation with them first, maybe before you just attack them. That's kind of what, going back to what Aziz said in his stand-up special is he was talking about how this girl wore this prom dress um, that was like or this white girl wore this prom dress that was like oriental pattern. It was mm. like a like a specific Chinese pattern. And this kid who went to her high school, instead of talking to her about it, he posted it online and like flamed her online basically. And mm. then people kept retweeting this. And this is like, you know, these are like seventeen year old kids, you know mm. what I mean? In like, you know, some town where there's not a lot of people. Um like don't I guess don't educate try to educate first before you go into attack mode like the other day we were watching something and i don't know how the word tranny came up but mm. i was just talking to will and i was saying that's a slur like tranny's a slur now 
back in the day, tranny was like what you called people who were transgender just because there was not a lot of visibility of trans people. So there wasn't like that knowledge of what is right and not and not right. So I was just saying, telling him like, yeah, tranny is a slur. So you shouldn't say that. Basically. Yeah, I didn't. Because a lot of people don't know that. I, and did, so, I didn't know I said it. I forget what we were watching. I forget what we were watching too. Um, were we watching that one show on um, HBO? Oh, Euphoria? Yeah, it might have been. been. Oh, that'll be a perfect segue into um, our recap you like of, how I did that. of the show. You like my segues. What episode? What a, what a show. We just finished watching episode seven, the second to last episode of the season of Euphoria. Yes, Euphoria. Um, how do you think we should do this? Should we go over what where each character is at before the season finale or just kind of do a synopsis of the episode? Um, <laughs> we probably should have talked about that before we started. That's okay. But, um, you want to try to do, let's just give a brief. <laughs> right. Cap, over cap of what happened in the episode. Right. Um, so Rue is still sober. She is depressed. Yeah. Because the last episode, she's kind of, the last couple couple episodes, she's realized that uh, she's kind of in love with Jules a little too hard. She loves her a little too hard and the feeling's not really mutual. Right. So she's kind of in this depressive state, but then she gets super manic. So she's realizing that she's manic depressive, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, the episode was really surreal. Because there was, like, things that were happening that, like, were kind of fantastical. Like, in one scene, the pill bottles are talking to her. And then this other scene, she's, like, dressed up as a detective trying to, like, solve a case. But any every time there's something fantastic happening, it's kind of representative of her manic stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When she's depressed, she's just in bed trying yeah, to hold trying in to her, hold her pee. Yeah, trying to hold her pee. She's trying to hold her pee in. Um yeah. Yeah, do you think this was like an accurate representation of manic depressive? Uh, at least they tried to tackle it and talk about it in the episode. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, I dealt with manic depressive people before, so that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I guess so. You know. They tried. They they gave a shot. Do you think it was like romanticizing? Like, do you think the show romanticizes mental illness? Like, makes it seem kind of cool and edgy. Nah, I think they're trying to make people aware of it and discuss it. If anything, it, it does not look r- fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah. At all. Yeah, I guess her her depressive state. Yeah, is no Zendaya really acted her butt off in this episode though. Some of the scenes where she's, like, just the facial expression she's making in the scenes is, like, pretty uh, accurate, I think, as far as, like, how she's capturing these different moods and these different things that are happening. Yeah, she did a real good job. Um, the show is pretty good. Um, <laughs> they're still developing the characters throughout yeah. the the show. Yeah. Um, 
In this episode, Jules goes... We, we still don't know where this, this is supposed to take place. They don't really ever say, like, it's an actual... It's, it's just a, you know, made-up town or something. So mm. Jules leaves to go visit her friends in the city. And her friends are all sort of queer people. And Jules just kind of talks about how she's going through hormones and she's trying to be fluid with her sexuality and, and date men and date women. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So she kind of has this moment where she's, uh, telling, essentially just like, finally the audience kind of knows that she's trans basically. Right. But at the end she's, she ends up texting Rue how much she misses her. So it's like, they have this weird relationship where it's like they're friends, but they're both in the relationship for different reasons. Like They're both, Seeking different things from the relationship. She's all Jules is all confused. She Jules is confused <laughs> and wants a friend, and Rue is like, she not felt... not in a healthy way in love with Jules because yeah. she's becoming, it like puts her in this really depressive state if Jules is not around. Then, then you have this one character named Tyler. Is the name? Uh, so his name is is Nate, but he was pretending to be Tyler. Oh, sorry. No, but Tyler was Nate was <laughs> Nate when he was trying to talk to Jules on the app was going by Tyler. All right. Nate's the jockey guy. So Nate the jock is bisexual. I oh, we don't know. I mean, we, don't we don't know. know. He's attracted to Jules. I mean, He's we don't know what's going on with him and Jules. And he's pretty shady. Yeah, he's... Uh, in the last episode, ba- uh, basically, he frames this guy. So even though he he strangled his girlfriend, his current girlfriend, he framed this other guy for it so that he wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah, so they can get back together and all this other so stuff. So he's secretly... He's he's not so secretly back together with his girlfriend. Um, yeah, and he calls... He calls the cops on my favorite character, Fez, who's the guy who looks like Mac Miller. He calls the cops on Mac Miller, R.P. Mac. To, like, get him caught up. So the cop... The, the, the episode leaves us with, like, the cops at Fez's door about to break in the door. Right. And so that's one cliffhanger that's that's going to be resolved, or we're going to know what happens in the season finale, which is next week. The show's pretty good, I have to say. I didn't think it was going to be... Uh... Um, this w- well written. I mean, I think it's a combination of like the detail in the music, in the cinematography, in the acting. Like, I think it's a blend. No, you think like I don't even know if I would say it was ri- if it was written. If I just say it's written well, but it's like acted well. Acted well, I mean, yeah, you know, same. Guess, it's a right? it's a good piece of art. Good piece of art. I suppose so. I suppose you. Could I mean, that. it's beautiful it's, entertainment. It's I guess pretty that's late. Art. And I was tired, and I stayed awake to watch it. And my eyes, my eyes hurt, and I, I kept my eyes open because I wanted to know what happened. Yeah. Uh, so though that's what's going on. Uh, uh, Cassie is pregnant. She's the, yeah. the white, the white blonde girl the white blonde. who's dating the black guy who's in college. McKay is his name. Who's and the football football player. dude? And he's having a. Confident, he's being he's having issues with his confidence on the football field. He doesn't think he's gonna go pro because he's just like a regular player who was good enough to make it to college, but realizing that the odds are stacked against him for actually being drafted in the NFL, which is yeah. pretty realistic. I'm sure a lot of players go through that. 
So that was that's what he's going through. So the cliffhanger with that is is, Annie, is her being pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So they're kind of figuring out what's going to on figure with that. Out. And then Kat, he doesn't know yet that she's pregnant though. She told him in the end, the end of the episode. Oh shit! You might have had your Ooh, eyes closed. Damn. Yeah, e. she, he was telling her that he remember he was like you were awake for that part. He was like I can't have a kid. I got too much stuff going on right now. You think this is all just going to be some fun, fluffy thing? And that's not how it is. That's nah, I might have not. Ayo, I might have not at off on that part. <laughs> damn. All right. Um, yeah, and so also was it last week where we were talking about Cat's character and her and her? We we didn't actually talk about her cam shows, but we were saying you got to watch the show to figure out how she gets her confidence, basically. Oh yeah. So yeah, so she's been doing cam shows basically, and in this episode they show her doing a cam show for like a creepy. You don't see his face. It's like the whole laptop screen is black, and he tells her to get naked. And I couldn't really hear what he was saying because his voice is all muffled, but she gets upset and closes the computer. So we don't know what's going on with that. Oh, shit got rough for her, huh? Yeah, you must have fallen asleep during that part. Too. Cam life. Cam yeah, life. damn, I forgot. Oh, man. It's okay. You did nod off quite a few times, oh, but shit. you did try to keep it. You did keep it. Together. I was trying. You were trying. I did. It, we're tired. It's the end of the day. We ate a bunch of Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Olive Garden is pretty overrated. It was okay. They gave me a lot of broccoli. I like that. They, like, gave me way more broccoli than anything else. Yeah, but, you know. But, like, I actually felt very, I didn't feel overstuffed or sick or gross after eating it. But I got the steak and fettuccine and broccoli, so I didn't go overloaded with carbs. All I'm going to say is. I'm about to go grab another breadstick, though. I'm, like, this close to going downstairs and grabbing another breadstick. It's overrated. And it is the McDonald's of Italian food. Listen, all I'm going to say is you're a hater, you're a hater, and you're a hater. And that's fine. Oh, man. Well, watch Euphoria. Uh, next week is the last episode of the season. Hey, you know words have an energy, right? You should stop calling me a hater. Oh, well, I will when you stop being one. Uh, so next week is the last episode of the season. Yeah. So get caught up and tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what you think. It's pretty cool. Maybe next episode we'll share all of everyone's comments and stuff. Also, if you think of any rap dads that we forgot that you think are killing it, and when I say rap dad, I mean an over 40-year-old rap- rapper. Let us know what rap dads you're... I'm you pretty sure Chuck D's... Doing some good stuff. What was the last song Chuck D came out? Oh, with? you thought about like actually doing music? Yeah, can still rapping. What about Puff Daddy? You know. What did he? What was that? He did Diddy Dirty Money. Remember that when it was him and those two girls? Hey, Diddy, so cold right now. Diddy, uh, is dating his son's ex girlfriend, who is twenty one uh, or twenty three. Take that! Take that! Take that! Which take is that, not okay. It's that. not okay. Take that! Take that's that! Problematic. Take that! Take that! It's not okay <laughs> for him to be. I don't think that that's okay. Take that! Take that! Take that! You need to quit it. Well, I was thinking about rap dads and Big Boy. He's an over forty. Oh, rap dad. Big Boy's yeah, Big Boy's He's an over forty rap. Dad. I think he bought his son a Tesla or something. He did, cool. which was cool seeing seeing a a kid be really geeked out over a Tesla and not like a stupid Lamborghini or something. Hey like man, that. Big Boy's. Uh... But Big Boy's sound has really evolved 
since the outcast days like he uses all he gets all types of different artists on his tracks and stuff okay anyways let us know if there's rap dads that you think we didn't talk about because we didn't really talk about any but it is interesting to think about uh uh older guys making music that's that's different than what they did when they were younger but still being it's common it's common count I don't know. Does Common have kids? I'm pretty sure he should have. I, I mean, Common's music's always been the same, though. It's not like he was like making like wild music <laughs> and then he became. Oh man. Okay, that's enough. We don't need to keep talking. <laughs> but see, hypocrite pod on everything. Yeah. You know the drill. You know the drill. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Shoot a tweet. Episode ten. Shoot some at us. Shoot some comments. Is that all you have to say? Is that the is that the end? Hey man, we doing this. I appreciate uh the support and keep supporting the show. Have a good week. Stay hydrated. Yeah, stay strong. Stay positive. Bye. Peace. Bye.